0: From Relay FM, this is The Pen Addict, episode 175. This week's episode is brought to you by lynda.com and Fracture. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined by the wonderful Mr. Brad Dowdy.
1: What's up, Mike? How are you? I'm
0: very good. How are you?
1: I've had a weird week. I felt like last week's podcast was only a week ago, but I felt like I've missed you this week. It seems like it's been, like, weeks Aww. again. Maybe I just haven't been... Um, we we still haven't been on our normal schedule like every week like we had a two-week gap there i don't know i just felt like i hadn't talked to you much in the past week and then the podcast is here and i feel like i missed you is that so wrong for me to say out loud
0: not at all and i think it's because we had a great guest last week but when we have a guest you know if it's not just me and you Mm, mm, i'll tell you something funny that that happened to me earlier so somebody tweeted at me and says i don't i don't understand how you can make a podcast about pens that is at it's 174th episode. Seriously, how? And I and I tweeted them back and said, "How do people make podcasts about phones?"
1: Mm. Yeah, it's it, it's the truth. I and when you say it like that, it's even like more weird. The phone podcast that makes the pin podcast seem normal to me. It's all but the same I'm, kind of stuff. I'm a bit like the biased. guy was,
0: you know, the guy was very nice, and he was like, you know, it's like I I do want to check it out, so I will. But surely right. you can understand my bewilderment, which I totally right. can. But, yeah. like, the, the point of it is, like, we love this stuff, and there's always new stuff to talk about every single right. week.
1: Like- right. Just I, I was listening to the talk show last night, the latest episode with uh, John had uh, Marco on. Mm-hmm and marco was talking about what podcast does he listen to he's like you know i can listen to the regular stuff anytime you know like the big production npr you know tell me a story about something that's happened but i'd rather listen to like the small niche stuff where i'm going to like really get into it and learn the ins and outs and the nuts and bolts of someone getting like really obsessive about the little nitpicky things and that's the podcast i want to listen to and that's i was thinking well that's that's right where we fall into the to into the grand scheme of things in the in the podcast world right yep I thought that was I thought that was well said uh by him, and that's the kind of stuff that I listen to as well you know I want to hear you know the really really specific particular things um instead of the large general topics right
0: yeah that's what we listen to and it's what we like to make like it's as right. simple as that and that's that's what I love, and I wouldn't want it any other way
1: yep yep so hooray for us hooray for us indeed <laughs> so
0: i I have to own up that I did a uh, an inadvertent bad thing mm-hmm, to you, you know what mm-hmm. it is, don't you?
1: mm-hmm so I was out and i I'm gonna tell you right now, I wasn't even gonna go there. How was that i mean yeah. you're, you're probably surprised you probably thought I was gonna kill you, I wasn't even gonna mention it
0: no, I didn't because you didn't mention it at all, and you're a nice guy, so <laughs> but we haven't mentioned this, and i'm I'm annoyed that we haven't mentioned it we uh well well, I'm gonna say I was right because I expected it, and you know people know Mike is right um. Retro 51 are actually making those pens for Apple. Yes no we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. like it's right. not just like they're using them at the same store. it's not just like they're doing it on the quiet. like Retro 51 had some press that went out like the day after and they were like, yeah we, we've we've been making these pens. And then I kind of went into overdrive mode and realized <laughs> that Jason was gonna be in Cupertino so I was like, oh can you grab me one? Jason and Snell, Jason for Snell from uh, from Upgrade at Relay FM, and mm-hmm. I totally forgot to ask to get one for Brad, and I feel mm-hmm. really really bad about it because Brad then arranged, I don't know how, to get them, and he got one for me, so I feel so bad, and I'm really sorry.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, apology accepted. I I figured it was a case of you having ants in your pants.
0: Yeah, because he was going the next morning. <laughs>
1: and you're just like, oh my god, I got to have this pen. I mean, I, you wanted it from the from the jump. I mean, the minute we saw the picture, it's like, oh my god, this is like, you know, my two worlds colliding in the yeah, most epic way. It. Right? Like this right.
0: is this this is like one of the most important pen purchases, <laughs> you know, for me. It, this so, is as perfect a pen for me as there has ever been.
1: Right. So like it actually worked out in your favor because uh, Jason you asked Jason to get you the silver one and then I basically said well, you had already handled all this. I send you a DM. I, I think my DM was something along the lines of what color do you want? <laughs> you know, it wasn't it wasn't like I didn't tell you the whole story. I was just basically tell me what color you want. I got this covered and you're like, Oh <laughs> uh, I, uh, well, uh, Yeah, I Well, let me tell you a little story. <laughs> then you then I was like, Oh, you jerk face yeah then you're like how about black that's all right so i got um so we had a uh we had an unnamed uh benefactor um that do i know this person no do you know this person i didn't before the show no so which makes it even more special Mm -hmm. and uh you'll you'll enjoy this even more so um so not only did I have a, a deal with you that I would get one, um, Dudek was was hot after it because he you know he loves these uh these hex barrel pins and the style of pen. So he said, All right, if I find one, I'll get you one. If you find one, you get me one. So I got um our our unnamed benefactor was kind enough to get us three. Um, and offered obviously offered to to pay him for it. And he was like, No, no. He's like, um, I don't want you to to pay for it. Here's what I want. He says, I want you to um Donate to um, St. Jude's Children's Hospital for the uh, amount, you know, that I'm paying for these pins. And I was like, oh, that's just fantastic.
0: I think I know who this person is. And if it is the person I'm thinking, hopefully they know what I'm going to say to them. You are an amazing, incredible person. I think it's the same person (laughs) who, if that is the case, is probably one of the nicest people on this planet
1: <laughs> maybe so so maybe you actually know him and i don't maybe i just know him through through listening from the show but it, it was wonderful um and it was perfect timing because it was the uh what, what i don't know the exact name it was like children's cancer awareness month for um saint jude's in yep. september so i made the donation and uh you know i was that was super exciting when he said that i was like oh this is perfect I'm i, I would love to do that so uh it, it was a really just all-around great setup for this so so we have, so I actually <gasps> have the pen. Oh, of course you
0: do. Okay. <laughs> so the tube that it comes in, I need to know everything.
1: Sure. Okay. The tube that it comes in is solid black, except for the little retro sticker that they put on in with the skew. Um, and I don't know what they have the name. They
0: let them keep the sticker on.
1: Yeah. I'll have to go look <sighs> at it. It's on my desk. I didn't bring it in here because the tube is so plain. I don't think there's an Apple logo on it at all.
0: But there's a retro logo on it.
1: No, there's no logo on it at all. Oh. There's just a, the SKU sticker. You know how they put the little SKU sticker on the end? I'll have to go yep. see if it says Retro 51 on it or not. But then Apple's little price tag was over half that sticker anyway, so you couldn't see anything. <laughs> so there's literally nothing. The The tube was generic, essentially. Um, the pen itself is great. I mean, I have a hex already um, that actually Mike Dudek sent me, I don't know, a year or so ago. Um and it's a great pen i love this sh- the shape size feel knurling everything about this pen is great i'm gonna have to find a different refill the refill is easily it might be 1.2 ballpoint actually let me see if it says on here it's wide oh sorry that's a lot of squeaking yeah so it's the easy flow 9000 but it doesn't say the tip size
0: so <sighs> the easy flow is like it's, it's n- the ballpoint. Yeah, it's not the rollable, but it's what they try and put in there to make it as close as, basically.
1: Right, and it's the um, it's the Parker-shaped refill, so any Parker, uh, Parker uh, refills uh, will fit. Please stop doing that. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> you're going to have to suggest to me some good refills to put in that guy.
1: The Moleskine gel is the uh, one I generally use. Um, one, it's gel, and two, you can get it in .5. So right. that's usually the one I go for in my Parker refill pens. Okay. So there's that. So that's probably what I'll have. I don't have an extra one laying around. Um, so I'll go with this. I mean, this, this refill is great if you like, you know, smooth, wide ball points. but this has to be a 1.2 millimeter refill. It, it's it's bigger than 1.0 for sure.
0: Just hmm. a yeah. choice. I'm mm-hmm. so fascinated mm-hmm. by this because it has the, the Retro 51 branding on the pen as well, doesn't it?
1: it has it on the clip yeah. so i can't believe clips,
0: i'm really fascinated by this because who who made this happen
1: i think it's literally their black hex with just the apple logo added there's yeah. no additional apple adornments um and the the retro 51 hex generally it looks exactly like this minus the apple logo so i think it's just a little addition yeah who made this happen that would be a great uh, story to find out right uh someone whoever did did a good job of um Getting a, a good manufacturer to um to make a pin. I, I, I yeah. can't imagine. A, I couldn't. I don't know if I could think of a better match in a smaller company. You know, outside of a you know a big mm-hmm. pilot Uni Ball type thing. Because you know you
0: have to know what you're looking for. I think to find mm-hmm. Retro Fifty One. Like right. I don't think they you just stumble upon them. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, right. they're cool enough, right? That they've got enough special editions that they might have kind of fallen into somebody's view at some point i'm Mm -hmm. i if anybody out there i mean maybe this person or anybody who can find out how this happened and even if you can't share it for the show i just really want to know
1: Mm -hmm. yeah because uh yeah because they could have gone like the only other choice i could have seen them making that would have been uh that would have done pretty well would have been like uh going down like the muji white label route you know, because they have some, yeah. there's some Apple aesthetic looking pen designs that Muji does, right? Of course. So, or they could have just
0: like had them made, but this is what I find so interesting yes. about the whole thing. They chose Retro 51 and were happy to partner with them. Right. Because they've kept the brand on it. It's very, very interesting. Um, EW Handwritten uh, in the chat room has suggested uh, the well-appointed desk, of course, for the yes. Epic refill reference guide i'll put that in the show notes that's what we need
1: yes i keep that in my uh, pin board links so i can uh, link it to people um you know whenever they have a uh, refill questions like that i use that link all the time anna did a good job as uh, always. on that mm-hmm. as always so the only thing i don't know about the apple stuff is i don't know anything about the paper i honestly wasn't interested in it because i don't know it's not wasn't... Be incredible i mean i'm sure yeah, it's fine I, stuff, I probably but So um, some people are buying the paper. So let me know, you know, the ones that get the paper, let me know what you think about it and what what you think it is and if they got someone to make those for them. So who knows on those. So we'll figure figure it out.
0: Still have your fill notes here. I'm going to be posting them in a couple of weeks when I'm in
1: Indianapolis. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I sent your retro uh, out on Saturday. So maybe you'll get it before you leave. When do you leave?
0: Uh, I leave. It's in a couple of weeks. I leave on the, the 20th.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So you should be able to bring them with you. Bring, but I feel bring like if I
0: if I posted it now, it would take longer to get to you than
1: the. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. All right, ready to move on, or are you just like too fascinated with this whole thing? I mean, this <laughs> just... is—you could do a whole show on this pen, I'm sure.
0: I could the criminology of it, you know. I could go on forever. <laughs> but you should probably we, move
1: forward. We haven't had a good criminology, uh, probably since uh, what the scribble. Yep. Yeah, Sounds the visionary right. and the scribble. Yeah, yeah, really dig into it. All right, so I got my um my grown up coloring pens in. So I had the book, the Secret Garden. We both got the Secret Garden. I got the uh, Staedtler Triplus Fineliners in this weekend, and I started coloring, and it's I really enjoy this. And people were asking, you know, what I felt, you know, how did I like it, you know, what pens was I using mostly was was the main question.
0: What did you get? How many of the triplus did you get?
1: 20 pack. And you I see, already feel I like got, I needed the, the 30.
0: Still got the 10, man. Colt pens. You're killing me.
1: <laughs> well, because it's just a hot item right yeah. now. Yeah. So I noticed one particular thing when I was doing this. It's that, so I, I was sitting at night, you know, no one was around, sitting at my desk. Music was playing. I had a beer sitting on the desk. I was drinking and I was coloring. I could hear myself breathing. It was like noticeable. I like never think about that or never hear that type of thing. It was like I was just taking these nice, slow, relaxing breaths as I'm like super focused on the coloring. And it was like it was so stark of a contrast from what I would normally hear in my head at that time that I noticed it. So it was, I, I just thought that was something I wanted to bring up. It was like noticeably calming to me, like the pace and the sensation of my breathing. So I don't know. It it, it definitely fired off something pretty positive um, when I was doing it. I, I'm looking forward to continuing down this path. And I will say it takes forever yeah, <laughs> you color those plus little things. Your work is way
0: fancier than my work. You're doing like shading and stuff.
1: Yeah, that was like, I don't know. Well, the picture we're talking about in the show, we'll have it in the show notes. That was like a good hour and a half worth of work or something like that. It was well over an hour. And I colored like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight leaves. <laughs> and that that's what, a tenth of the page, if that, maybe 5% of the page. Yep. So yeah, it's going to take me, I can't even imagine filling up this whole book, but uh, that's what I got kids for. They're going to help me out with this. So.
0: Yeah, so I've skipped onto a new page because mm-hmm. um, I like more like the abstract leaves and plants as opposed to like a setting. And one of the pages, I I put a link in the show notes uh, for me too, um, which has like a, an Instagram link and then a Twitter link so you can kind of see uh, what, what I was doing this weekend. Uh, it's just a circle of just plants in a circle, right? Um, mm. So I do the coloring when I'm editing stuff. Mm. So when I'm yeah. audio editing, because during those times... It's like I kind of have to be well I have to be at the computer. I have to try and reduce um all of the you know distractions and stuff like that, right uh, so the best thing for me to do is not to be looking at like Twitter and stuff like that, so when I'm coloring, I'm just sitting there and I've got the coloring book in front of my keyboard and my mouse, and I'm just sitting there coloring, and then when I hear something I need to fix. Or I want to change, just grab the mouse. You know, so like I press pause and I grab the mouse. I just do what I need to do, and then just press play and go back to it. Mm, so I, nice. as you you will see, uh, from kind of where I started. So the Instagram photo, I'd done a little bit. I think I'd done just the th- like the. You can kind of see it. if you look at the Instagram photo. The yeah, blue, it looks really good. Yeah. So you, you thank you. So you see, like I did a few leaves, and then but and then over f- maybe about five hours, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe maybe four or five hours i did the rest because i was editing cortex which takes a very very long time to do Mm -hmm. um, because of the way we do that show so uh it was it's really nice it's a really nice thing for me to do i feel a lot better doing that than sitting and playing a game or whatever um yeah it just feels like a more the whole thing is much more calming i think
1: Mm -hmm. i love how you like colored like all kind of in the same area and then you colored the bug way over off to the left i think that's pretty funny
0: yeah, I don't know why I did that, but like I saw the little bug guy and I was like, You need to be colored in immediately, sir.
1: <laughs> Can you believe this is the conversation we're having? I know. But you'll see, you
0: might you might see if you if you if you zoom in how like I try and identify plants that are the same and color them the same.
1: Yeah, yeah. see that? I know. I've actually thought about this. I was like, should I do like should I have like a concurrent theme running all through the through the um through the drawing. But yeah, I did like you. I just jumped around. I didn't start at the first page. I found a um, a drawing that I wanted to to do, you know, about 10 or 15 pages in and just jumped in on that one. You know, Certainly Ooh, don't need to go in order. They have a box of 20 in stock.
0: Do they have the 30 box though? Because that's what I need. I need.
1: Yeah. I need already, more colors. I here. got the 20. I was like, oh, 20 is going to be plenty. And I'm already like, you know, I could have used the 30 here.
0: <laughs> I actually don't think they have. Oh, 30 brilliant colors waiting for stock. Oh, what's this? No, the desktop box of twenty. Hmm, I'm wondering if to just go for the twenty, because at thirty it's, it's, it's a pretty good set for the desk. I'm going to go the, for the twenty. I'm gonna it's go a pretty the good set. Of colt pens, I have a two hundred pound box of coloring Tombos. What? Yeah, two hundred pounds it costs. What is it? It's a Tombow ABT brush pen set of ninety six with a desk Holy stand. Cow. Wow, it's two hundred pounds. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't need that. No, I don't need that. I'm not that much of a pro.
0: But I'm going for this. I'm gonna go for this. So All right, that'll be good. here in a couple of days' time.
1: So, are you using um? Are you using this iPad app that you that you linked in here too? Yeah. So like I downloaded this digital last col- night. digital coloring
0: because they they actually have a section in the app store for like um I can't remember what the section was called, but I think it might have been like art for adults or something like that. Okay. And there were two apps um, for uh, coloring for grown-ups. and one of the apps I tried in the past, but this one I quite liked it. It's called Recolor, um, mm-hmm. and I'll put it in the show notes. It's very simple. I mean, look, it's nowhere near as good because you're just tapping, right. Right. right? You just tap, tap, tap. It's it's nowhere near as nice, but I can still see how you could get some of the relaxing quality of it. Um, so maybe try it out if you're interested, but my feeling would be to, yeah, go get some, some pens and some paper and, and go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like my, my daughter is all excited about the, the coloring thing. And she also, you know, has uses an, one of our iPads at the house and she's like ran up to me. She's like, dad, check it out. And she had found one of these coloring apps and she was like in, you know, clicking through it and and coloring everything. So she, she's pretty excited about that too. So yeah, Good. that's neat.
0: Yeah, I just thought it was a thing that I saw. It looked pretty cool, so I kinda went I just thought, i oh, will have a play around with this and it's fine, but it's not really like the real thing. I'm I'm interested in, in suggestions for other books at some point, but I've still got a long way to go through this thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I I mean I'm waiting for the um whatchamacallit? Uh the ocean one. I just I didn't want to wait until the end of end of September. Um, I mean, end of October to, to get, um, uh, the new coloring in. So I was ready to, I don't know. I was just kind of ready to, uh, to dive in and see what it's all about to see if it's something I'm going to like. And then, uh, lost ocean, I think is the one, um, that I'll be getting at the end of October. And then I'll probably pass this, uh, secret garden one over to the kids and let them, uh, just go to town on it.
0: Oh so weird.
1: <laughs> what? Asha is so weird. <laughs> yeah. Like if you dropped in now, like, I don't know that we'd get any new listeners. <laughs> I'd well, be a little bit concerned.
0: <laughs> I have to say though, like I, people that I'm mentioning this to, like in my uh-huh. average daily life, it's like, yeah, I've uh-huh. heard about this. This is a big thing now. So this is actually probably the most mainstream we've ever been. Yes, in a weird
1: way. We actually have a question about this at the end in the the Ask TPA section. We actually have kind of a. a a question about it i don't even know if i wrote it down but yeah we'll 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 talk about that some more well let's talk about it now real quick so the the question in general was you know what do people think when you tell them that you do this right that this is a thing by you like what's the cra? have you had like any any reactions that have just been weird or odd or anything like that other than just like i have no idea what you're talking about that seems to be the <laughs> Everyone that
0: I've shown this to or have spoken to about it is saying that this is a thing that they're seeing that people do now. Mm-hmm. Like this has been the least like weirded out people are about the pen stuff.
1: Yeah. Yes. I-, I will agree with that. The more, the longer we do this, the less weird it is for the outsider. It's getting more in the mainstream, if you will. Yeah. At least, at least in the, ancillary places you know not it's not like super prime time stuff but you know it's getting you know you're seeing articles in the new york times and just seeing some random places like that where you're you're getting the the pen and pencil this pen is pencil even stuff.
0: down to the point where i was talking to my mom about it and i mentioned um the creator of the books joanna Basford, bassford joanna bassford mm-hmm. and she was mm-hmm. like yeah i saw her on tv last week
1: <laughs> you know so. that's so funny yeah exactly Exactly. All right. Well, we got a lot to get to, dude. I mean, this is, you know, you, you make fun of me. It's like, oh, my God, what are we going to talk about? And I'm already like cutting things <laughs> in our show document because um, there's several things I want to get to. I want to get into some Kickstarter stuff. I want to get into some field note stuff. Uh, and I want to rant a little bit. So let's uh, talk about one of our good friends and then we'll just uh, keep plugging away.
0: This week's episode of The Pen Addict is brought to you by lynda.com, the online learning platform that has over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, technology, and creative skills. For a free 10-day trial, visit lynda.com slash penaddict. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot penaddict. Pen addict. Lynda.com is for problem solvers, for people that are curious and who want to make things happen for themselves. Maybe you want to master Excel, learn negotiation tactics, understand typography and color. Maybe you're looking to learn Illustrator or Photoshop. Maybe you're looking at bootstrapping your own business. No matter what it is you want to do, Lynda.com has fantastic courses taught by top experts in each of their fields who are there to feed your curious mind. you be able to stream these thousands of video courses on demand. You can watch them on your laptop, your PC, your Mac, your Android or iOS device. They have an app for the last two, yeah, so you can watch them on the go. But if you do watch them on a computer, You'll be able to follow along with their transcripts so you can uh, read along as you're watching the video and then you can skip around to those, you can search them, click on a certain line and it will take you straight to that part of the video, which is really, really awesome. You can also create and save playlists of the courses that you want to watch to customise your own learning path and share them with friends, colleagues and team members. Your Lynda.com membership is going to give you unlimited access to training on hundreds of topics, all for one flat rate. Whether you're looking to become an industry expert, you're passionate about a hobby? Or are you just looking to learn something new? I would love it if you would go ahead and visit lynda.com/penaddict and sign up for your free 10-day trial. That will also help support this show. Once again, that is lynda.com/penaddict. Thank you so much to Lynda.com for their support of this show and Relay FM.
1: So one of our recurring themes, you know, people have listened to us for ages since the beginning. Um, you no, know, we generally we'll, we'll dig into the Kickstarter stuff every now and then. And especially when there's a bunch of new products out, you know, we like to to talk about them, you know, discuss them. Um, a lot of time it's people want us to discuss their validity <laughs> of this. And, you know, we're certainly not, um, you know, the arbiters of, of taste and, and quality and, um, you know, uh, thoroughness and accuracy of these projects but you know people do want to hear us talk about them even if it's one we're not interested in and there was an interesting one that um i got tweeted out this week it's called chameleon pins um you know the the it got tweeted to me saying hey look it's not the scribble but you know immediately when i saw this this is like a legit product that already exists so this is just someone making like a new brand of these blending colors have you seen um have you seen this, Mike? Have you had a chance to look at this?
0: Yeah, I watched I watched the video.
1: Yeah, so it's basically a marker set. Um, and these alcohol-based markers, they also come with a white marker where you can blend in the colors. Um, I put a link into the show notes, which we'll have. This is a normal thing. Like, Copic does this already. I mean, they sell a cl- colorless blender for their pens. So, you know, I want to point I'm not saying this is a good or bad thing this is actually probably like a totally good product I just don't want people to be freaking out like this is something amazingly new you know we want to like have a discussion about you know this is really good and if it's something you're looking for you know definitely check it out it looks like they've done a really good job with this campaign actually um but it's basically a new brand coming out for something that already exists which is cool that's I think that's something good kickstarter should be used for and actually you know, you probably have a lot better chance of this uh, being a super successful project and delivering on time when it looks like, um, you know, the companies are like already doing these type of things. So I just wanted to point it out. I mean, it's not something I'm interested in. I don't do that much, uh, uh, drawing, you know, I have my Copic markers that I play around with, but I'm not into the to the blending phase at all yet. But you should certainly check this out. You know, from like an artist perspective, it looks pretty cool, and you'll just have to compare it with things like um, the Copic and other companies that do um do blending uh, markers. You know, with their alcohol-based pens. But um, it's a, it's a pretty common thing to be quite honest. Um, so it looks like Chameleon is just trying to make a push into that market and they did a really good job with the campaign. I mean, it it's pretty tight. Wouldn't you say? Yeah.
0: I'm looking at the, like what they have available and it, you know, you can get like for $400 is like 20, uh, colors, five skin tones, five gray tones, 30 ink refills. Like they've got a whole big kit, right? Which is really cool. And I like that. You right. can kind of go in there. They got one for 500, which is just like everything. And you can just go in, buy everything you want. And I think that's really awesome. Um, my feeling, like I'm looking at this, and I'm just kind of like, I would, I don't, I wouldn't need this. Like, yeah, because no. I mean, you know, the idea about this is so you can add shade without needing to add colors. I never need to add shade to anything, like, so right. it's just not a thing that I need. Like, I look at this and I wonder if the 498 people that have backed it fully know what they're getting. Like every single mm-hmm. one of them, mm-hmm. because it kind of isn't. It like you know, chameleon and changing color. They're not like color changing, like right. It's only just, you know, it's more wet. So it's there's less color it's, come it's, through. And then the more that you, you know, you run the, the ink over the page, the nib dries out again. Like the color flows back in again. Right. That's all it is. Like it you know, it does it in one direction. Like, right. Like, but,
1: and, it's, and it's been done before. I mean, it's not yeah. unique.
0: But this is one of those things, though. Like the video, they don't make it sound like it's ever been done before. Like they make it sound right. like they, they created it. Like, right. we spent all this time in the factory. And also, like, the, the I don't know why this happens so often, but the audio is so bad. The
1: video. <laughs> yeah. But I, this is one where... There, this is a no-middle-ground thing. No-middle-ground no Kickstarter for me. You're either sampling... You know, you're gonna try, you know, like maybe the five pack or whatever, the small three pack, whatever the smallest one is, or you're an artist and you're gonna go for like the full set, like you see, you know, an artist desk when they have the full Copic shelf, you mm-hmm. know, where they have like everything. So, you know, you kinda need it all. So Yeah. But cool. I mean, it looks like a legitimately good uh campaign, good product. And then you switch over to Jeez. I know. The Verti the Verti pen.
0: Well who makes like who <laughs>
1: Right, I need to watch. I just looked at this once it. I didn't closed watch it. the video. I couldn't do I didn't it. watch
0: it, but I've just put it on now so I can. Yeah. F- the
1: pen is what it says. <laughs> so what are your initial thoughts on the Verti pen, Mike? grace
0: The pen has evolved. That is there. That's the way the video starts. Yeah. The pen has evolved.
1: So what this is, the first thing I thought it was, it was like the, remember the polar pen that was the magnet pen? Mm-hmm. I thought that's what this was gonna be, but it's not. It's actually just basically a beaded pin that uses. I mean, they market it kind of like a bracelet, um, but you know they have people like uh, (laughs) wearing it on their belt, and it's just, uh, it looks hideous. I mean, I like
0: the pictures of it, like you know, being worn by like a guy with a nice watch and a nice suit.
1: Yeah, this dude like tightening his tie with this thing dangling off his wrist looks like a jackass. I mean, I'm just it, it's ridiculous. You know, I I don't even understand what they're trying to accomplish here, but they already have. Well, that's only 31 backers for 31 backers for 6400. Okay, that's that's bad math right there. That I didn't see this before. That's uh, that looks to me like the fix is in. Um, let me look at these pledges. Yeah, they already have three backers at their highest pledge level. I think, mm, I mean, I'm not going to accuse anybody of anything, but that's bad math. 31 backers for $6,400, that screams fixed to me um, that they've had a plant um, backer or five, um, which I have seen before. So, um yeah, I think it's time to unclick off this page now that I see that. That's uh, super sketchy. So anyway, this was more of a, a fun thing because it's just absolutely ridiculous. And uh, you know, if anyone that listens to our show gets one of these, <laughs> let me know. But um, y'all know better. Y'all know better than that, right?
0: Y'all aren't. If to anybody listens to this show, buys one seriously, <laughs> stop listening.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can buy one for a joke. Yeah,
0: we can't help you anymore
1: yeah I'm gonna end up with one of these like at Christmas time someone's gonna buy one and <laughs> and send it to me or something like that, but um, like it's just
0: flat out bad looking, yeah, you know yeah I don't get it
1: yeah so let's 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 turn the page into something that's sweet as you know what looking and that's the tactile turn gist uh I guess that's where we were going with gist on this that's what I would say I don't know if uh, I haven't talked to, I've talked to will plenty uh who who makes all the technical turn stuff but you know until you say things out loud you never know exactly what the uh, creator's thinking about uh um you know how the pronunciation is but uh this looks really sweet um will's been working on this for a while um you know it's um a whole range of fountain pens that he's done there's polycarbonate brass copper and titanium i believe oh and there's a bronze one also oh and a stainless steel one i was thinking there was four models geez and there's a zirconium one too and Damascus steel sections. So there's like a million different combinations you can get with these pins. Um, I just saw it when I woke up. Um, I knew it's been coming for a while. I didn't know what day it was going to launch, but I love the shape and style of this pin. So since there's really no early bird other than just the one polycarbonate uh, that's already gone, I'm just gonna take my time, read through all this stuff tonight um figure out which one I want to back um I'm probably gonna back two of them because I want I'm thinking I want the titanium barrel and I might get like a polycarbonate with the Damascus steel on it or something I don't know I gotta figure out since it just launched there's no hurry there's no um like uh you know quick Um, backer reward level that, you know, you need to jump in on. So I'm going to sit and figure out what I really want out of this. What do you think about this pen, Mike? Looks great. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, It's really shaped like a Lamy 2000. Um, I mean, you put them side by side, they wouldn't, um, you know, you could tell the difference real easily, but just the general aesthetic of it looks really nice. So, you know, I'm going to have to look into it. You know, I'm definitely not going to do brass, copper or bronze, but I'm looking at like stainless titanium, uh, something like that. I just got to it's so new to me, you know, maybe we can talk about it more when I actually do purchase one or back one, I should say, and, um, figure out what combination I actually want to get. But, uh, Will is, is well on his way. It's just launched. He's already at 177 backers, 16 grand, a fifty fifty $50,000 goal, uh, 30 days to go. He's going to hit that. No problem. Um, and, uh, I, I look forward to, to, um, deciphering all the options here. It's going to take some time, I think. You know, that was the one thing Will told me he was going to do. He said, I think there's like 21 different combinations. I was like, man, you're insane. (laughs) What are you thinking? But um, when you look at all of them, it's like, eh, you know, I I can see why. Because there's lots of cool uh, combinations you can make out of all these things, right?
0: Yeah, I want one of these. I just don't know what I want.
1: Yeah. So it's it's definitely one you're going to have to spend some time in, in figuring things out. Um
0: I really like the way that the uh, copper looks. Mm-hmm. But I don't like copper or brass.
1: I would I would tend to go for just the copper section on or a brass section. I would never go for the full
0: Yeah, um, no, I, I mean just the section. I like the yeah, way the yeah, section yeah. looks, but I don't I don't like holding brass or copper because they leave the smell on your hands and I prefer not to have that.
1: Yeah, I've kind of gotten over it because I, I like the pens that I have that are made like that. Like I use my ink very frequently um with the brass section, the Iron Man style ink. And that one doesn't smell, but then I have like a um a T I two tech liner that's full copper and that one does make my hands smell, but I don't know. I really like the pen. It's it's just it's one of my favorite pens and I'll just deal with it, you know. Whatever. Yeah the Karas it, it's not my favorite paint, thing,
0: but I don't know if I don't know if the guys at Karas do anything different, but it doesn't leave the smell on my hands. But yeah. other stuff that I've used does and like yeah I'm not a big
1: dan dan uh dan uh kisses them his his special uh his special kiss he's in the he's in the Uh, chat room i'm seeing if he's paying attention it's a special kiss before they leave the uh the room uh but before they leave the uh the shop there in uh, arizona coated yeah dan coated um so yeah the brass one i have no issue with the brass one (laughs) he says we make it with love that's why see that's exactly what i was saying dan he was paying attention they make it with love so yeah like my brass uh my brass uh, Iron Man ink, it does not, uh, stinkify my hands. So yeah, I'm, I'm all about this. Just, I will be ordering, I'm going to say two of them just because I at least want a polycarbonate one and then one metal barrel. I just got to figure out which, which setup I'm going to go with. So, Nib- so there's that Bok
0: nibs as well. So that's good.
1: Yes. And I already have, um, I saw the, the Namisu funded today. It did. The, yep. uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I already have a titanium Bach for that. I ordered a stainless, I mean, a steel nib with this one. So I'll have plenty of nibs. So I probably won't buy, I'll probably just buy steel nibs for these, um, for the gist. I probably won't buy titanium. I don't need, I don't have all these pens inked up at once. So I'm, I'm free to just swap titanium nibs between, uh, between pens. So yeah, that's all fine.
0: Right. Let's follow up on this one next week. So you can tell me what one to buy. Cause I'm, I'm a bit overwhelmed looking at this right now, so okay you can just okay. tell me what to get
1: yeah one last kickstarter thing uh the pen shows about 45 percent shipped according to their um according to their pen, uh project pen, update
0: yeah pe- pens p-e-n-x-o it sounds like you're saying pen show like the pen show. yeah
1: i know i don't know the correct pronunciation uh pen, shoe, pen but anyway that uh, sweet sweet uh pencil so have you have your do you have yours yet
0: no it's on the way though i have a shipping reference for okay it. well you're uh, ahead oh, it's, of me. it's in the uk so it should be here in the next two days i just checked it right now it's in the uk so okay
1: uh, well you're you're ahead of me because i don't have a shipping notification yet so
0: i think i backed mine before you didn't i well oh, maybe uh, it might have been because it was. they kind of got all messed up when people were changing their colors and then some of the colors went out and some of them didn't. well
1: yeah that's a self-inflicted wound right they just kept expanding the color range yeah, and i they, will say i will say someone got their green one in and I'm kind of regretting I didn't get the green one right now. It was pretty awesome looking. At this but, point,
0: uh, I literally cannot remember
1: what one I got. So I got it's going to be a surprise to me.
0: I think I got the black with the red.
1: I think I did. I think we might have gotten the same thing.
0: Yeah, because it looked really great in the video.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really did. And then that was before they started adding all this extra stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about one another one of our good friends. And then we're going to get into some... Uh, Some field notes, uh, goodness.
0: Yeah, deep deep field notes stuff.
1: And badness.
0: Yeah, some badness. This week's episode is brought to you by Fracture, the company that will take your favorite images and print them directly onto glass for you to proudly display or give as gifts. The team over at Fracture really wanted me to say thank you to all of you, who have been giving Fracture a chance to print your favourite photos. As we said before, we love Fracture. We love the prints that they create, and I love working with them as well. They are great people over there. They um, they love supporting the podcast, and they do awesome with that, and they have been a great help to us over the last few months. But one of the things that I really love to do is to talk about this product, because I think it is absolutely fantastic. And what I love seeing is we get so much response about them on Twitter. People like to send us their pictures of the Fractures that they order, and I love to see them. So please feel free to send them to me, because it's nice to see the pictures that people think are important and also important enough that they're going to support us as well by going through Fracture. I think that's really awesome. And the team at Fracture are really passionate about helping people display and celebrate their own memories and accomplishments with the beautiful glass prints that they produce. So there is a special message I need to give you. This has come straight from Fracture directly to you guys every fracture is printed and assembled in their factory in Gainesville Florida and and that's great right with the holidays coming up and i know this sounds crazy because we're in october now but they get so busy there because they're all because i mentioned they're all hand assembled they're all hand checked there because of that they back up quick during the holiday season so if you are considering giving a fracture or two as gifts this December which you should because they are fantastic gifts you need to start making plans about that as soon as possible if you th- if you already know the images you'd probably want to do just buy them now so it will be all dealt with and it will be taken care of because the closer and closer it gets to December the harder and harder it is to get in their cube to get be to have them delivered before Christmas. They really do make great gifts. Like I I've bought fractures of gifts myself. I'm probably going to be getting some more. Actually, I definitely am going to be getting some because it takes away me having to even think about what gifts I need to buy people this year. So I'm going to be getting some more fractures. So I better put my order in soon too. Head on over to fractureme.com to learn more and get started. And if you use the code penaddict, you will not only get yourself 15% off your first order, you will also help support this show. Thank you so much to Fracture for supporting Relay FM. And don't forget to send your pictures to me when you get your fractures in.
1: Nice. All right, so we got uh, we got some good field Notes stuff uh, the past week. You know, aside from the um, shenandoah edition which i'm i'm still enjoying very much i i've used the whatever the brightest green color one uh is i've been using it uh religiously with a pencil for of all things i think it's uh mostly pencil filled so far but there was um a great uh over on the field notes group there was a great uh ama with uh jim Pudal field notes group. group sorry on uh facebook for uh jim brian and i forget the other uh, other guy that was um uh, that was answering questions that that works there as well. I apologize, but um, if you want, to, if you're a field nut like uh like I am and like Mike is, you know, you can go check out um all these questions and you know what Brian and Jim have to say, what insider information you're gonna get. Did you read through that whole thing, Mike? I skimmed it. Yeah, I actually sat down and read through the entire thing. Um, after it was done, I wasn't around when it was actually going live, but um, there's some really good, really good questions, some really good answers. Um, within there. So if you're a Field Notes fan at all and want to know what uh, Jim and Brian uh are up to, you sh- you should go check it out. And one of the things they mentioned in there, someone said, "Hey, you haven't done um any of the the annual colors recap videos that they started to do?" <laughs> and Brian was like, "You know what? I'm pretty sure we recorded it and never published it." So what he it was like 6 months ago. <laughs> actually made this video. Then until this AMA, they forgot to publish it. So now they've released it. Is that yeah, how this works? Yeah, they've worked? published
0: it. And on their Vimeo page, it says uploaded six months ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but they never announced that it was actually there. No. Yeah, that's well. That no, they never published right. it. It just uh, it, they
0: just uploaded it and left it.
1: <laughs> so until someone mentioned that in the AMA, like, hey, where's the where's the video from 2014? You know, you where you you know go through all the the things you did. He's like. Yeah, you know what? We recorded that a long time ago. I should probably publish that. That's just priceless. I mean So
0: that video, I've watched the video.
1: So I haven't seen it yet. You just yeah. I didn't even know it was out. So you 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 taught me something.
0: It was just 21 minutes and they cover um Shelterwood, uh, arts and sciences, ambition and uh unexposed.
1: Mm-hmm. So it was really great. Um That's a wide that's a interesting batch of 4 right there.
0: Yeah, that's that was an interesting year, right? What a year. Right. Um, so they, uh, they, the, the main kind of thing that I took away from this, cause they, they, there wasn't a ton of real interesting tidbits. I mean, one of them is that they, they mentioned again, that they could be looking at a larger size as a standard in the future, mm-hmm. um, which uh please, uh, please, please guys, please, <laughs> um, I'm running low on those arts and sciences now. And mm-hmm. it's making me sad to think that I'm going to run out of them. um, <laughs> But it's watching these videos, I love these videos so much because you get such a sense of the incredible care and attention that they put into every single one of these. They tell the stories of little things that happened during the way or, you know, I mean... I love Jim and Brian doing this together because they really approach these things from a very very different place mm-hmm. um because like Brian will talk about like the particulars of doing this and the particulars of doing that and then like Jim kind of he breaks it down into like the way it makes him feel and and like why he loves to do things this way and that way and it's it there's such a great pairing for it because yeah. they just approach it in such such uniquely different but kind of the same way it, they're, they're, plus they're just great together uh, i love both of those guys and <laughs> right. we really yeah, they... really need to try and arrange uh to have to to talk to them again i think we'll do
1: it yeah oh for sure
0: we i feel like we talk about this every now and then but like we did i want i want us to think of some really good reason like you know because like, we right. could just sit and do this ama with them right like we could right. do that we me and you could just sit and wax lyrical yeah. with them for ages but i would love to I don't know. Maybe like we could we could see if they'd be interested in doing this, but like trying to talk to them about from beginning to end what it takes to to create an edition that you know, might be
1: quite fun. So here here's a brainstorm, and we haven't talked about this before. Maybe for the Atlanta Pen Show next year, we can fly them in and do a video. Boom. I would love it if they would be willing. <laughs> Well, so maybe we'll make it there. a
0: real a real big trip and me and you go to Chicago.
1: Oh, there you go. There you go. That would be sweet. Yeah, I, w- I would love to do that. How about, uh... we, how about
0: we, we do that? We'll put that out on the table right now before mm-hmm. the Atlanta Pen Show next year. Because I want to go to Chicago. I have some friends that live there anywhere I've never been. Mm-hmm. Me and you fly to Chicago. We can maybe do it after.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we, oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. If you guys will be willing to have us, we will fly down to Chicago. And we'll spend the day with you and we'll record like a special episode of the show and, and maybe do some fun video and stuff.
1: Well, that'd be cool. I think we okay. we have time to work on this. So uh, let's start planning. I like it.
0: There you go. Well, we have put our cards on the table now.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now we'll just see if they listen.
0: Yeah. Now yeah. we'll know. I th- now we'll know. I think,
1: I think Brian listens every now and then. Jim will only listen if someone says, hey, you should go listen to this. He's a busy man.
0: Well, there you go. Guys and girls, yeah, tell them they got to listen.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, so I'll, Oh, one go thing ahead, that ahead.
0: I picked out of the uh, the AMA, yeah, there are going to be some extra XOXO edition, and they said to watch out for the uh, an email about it sometime in the next week or so.
1: Yeah, I've actually been checking my spam filter just to make sure I don't miss that one, because <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm selfish. I would like to get another edition. You know, last time when they did it, they uh, limited one per household. Um, you know, which is good, but they don't have many. So they sell, they, I think they sell, they'll sell out the first day whenever they release the email, they'll be gone in a few hours. So
0: yeah, I'm keeping my eye out for them as well, because I would yep. like some more because I am yep. very greedy. I am a greedy, greedy person.
1: I know, I know. Um, and, and I'll be asleep. So I'll, I'll just, uh, wait for the one you're going to send me, which is awesome. Awesomely <laughs> kind. <laughs> I miss, I miss a lot of things cause I'm asleep, but that's okay. Um, also in the field notes group, there was just like one of the, coolest editions ever, um, that, you know, uh, Aaron Draplin just, uh, run some of these editions off himself, you know, um, seeing that he is kind of the inventor of field notes. He did this one called, uh, DDC dead print. Um, I forget the, the, uh, Mondo con is the thing that the, he made these for and it's, it's like, he's taken these old poster stocks that he doesn't use, um, and, and made books out of them. I think they're blank paper on the inside, but it's just really cool. Covers. It's like, um, picture some of like Aaron's very detailed posters as covers for these notes. I think they're just straight up beautiful, don't you, Mike?
0: Yeah. Now, I need you to help me with this. Yeah. Because there's been another of these. Have you seen the Landland edition? Uh, no. It's in there. Take a that. look in the document. I'll put it in the yep. document. Yep. Pulling they look pretty much <laughs> yeah, the yeah. same. Okay. But they're, I yeah, can't I... tell if they're the same. I think they're the same.
1: They're kind of the same because he also like on the back of the land land it says dead print, right? So I think yeah. Draplin just has stacks of unused print, right? He has all this cover stock and um he's running off field notes on them, which is which is cool. And looks like So the Mondo Con was an edition of two thousand. I can't read what the edition of the the Landland land one is, but it's probably the same thing too. So yes, kind of all look like in the same run, uh different belly bands. Um, for each edition. Um, and they look so cool. I oh, mean, I'm I would love so
0: to. bad. Yeah.
1: I would love to get my hands on them. And yeah. a lot of people would like to get their hands on them. But then you have things like this happen, Mike. So on the field nuts post on the field nuts board on Facebook, you know, you're looking at all these fancy things and then you get a post like this. So we saw the excellent editions for XOXO and Nixon along with the new Mondo and land land. I Meanwhile, haven't seen the
0: Nixon ones, by the way.
1: Yeah, I saw them. They're a more straight-up kind of design. Okay. Um, it says, "Meanwhile, we get Shenandoah." Really? A lot of loyal field nuts are getting the short end for their loyalty.
0: All right. I just want to. I I know you're gonna go. So <laughs> I, I want to. Actually, I think I have seen the Nixon. I think Jenny sent me a picture of those. Anyway. Mm-hmm. The the issue that I have with this is the we. The we aspect of it. Like, mm. it's not... I mean, I don't really know... I don't really know what these people are expecting. Like, this isn't... Okay, okay. Let me see if I can try and work this out.
1: My face is actually turning red while you're sitting here talking.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> thing so is, bad. we have turned this into a collector's game. It's never. It was never intended to be that way. And I mean, you know, you could say one way or the other, but it seems like the Field Notes uh, crew, uh, they're not trying to make it more of a collector's game. They're not trying to like obfuscate that, but like they address that it's there, right? Obviously, because you could see that they are participating in the group. They're trying to be good sports, but this isn't why they create these things. Um, because if they wanted to make them a collector's thing they'd just bump up the price a bit more right you know mm. i don't know they could they could do anything but it would be different but they're not trying to make this a collector's thing we have made it that way and and i don't get this meanwhile we get shenandoah business like i don't i don't like it it's it's like this isn't how this works like this isn't a democracy mm. like the field notes crew are making the books that they want to make And then they make special editions with companies that are willing to pay them the money to do it. But it isn't a got to catch them all type scenario. Like this isn't even, this isn't a series or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I'm not, I feel like I'm not fully saying what I want to say, but it just, it frustrates me. It just really frustrates me. Like it's, it's uh, people. You you go. I I can't do this.
1: (laughs) Field notes doesn't owe us anything.
0: That's, there we go. That's what I was looking for that whole time. I was rambling away.
1: (laughs) The collective us, they they don't owe us anything. And to have this self-righteous post that, we're getting the short end of the stick for how they run their business and they've been nothing but amazing to the community. It enrages me. I've like rage typed out a response to this like three times and I just ended up deleting it. I I can't, I can't post it. You know, I said, you know, I I tried ever since, you know, we had the, that, what was I was doing the Esther brook and whatever that one sketchy Kickstarter pin was where I was getting all upset all the time just because I was mad at how they were handling their business. You know, I said I'm going to, you know, take a chill uh, <laughs> on losing my cool. But I haven't been this upset at a post with the Field Nuts community since Aaron Draplin had to come in right in the beginning and say, hey, um, stop emailing my mom about the stuff I have at my house. You know, that was embarrassing. And this is embarrassing for the community, I think. Field Notes has done nothing but be extremely loyal to their fans. They're not doing anything any other business wouldn't do, which is that is to continue to grow their brand the best way they see fit. I have faith in what they do as a business. You know, they do what they feel right. They've never wronged anybody. And to think that they owe you something is, it completely scrambles my brain. Like getting the short end of the stick for our loyalty to the brand is just something that is so unfathomable me that i can't understand how this comes out of someone's mouth i am super upset that brian and jim and aaron have to read this post because it just puts it's a it's a black mark on the community that's how that's how serious i feel about this that you feel that you have that they owe you something it's entitled for how they run their business it's it's super frustrating um, I mean, I, you know, I don't have a lot more to say other than that because it's really cut and dry. I mean, this is a black and white thing. It's a ridiculous post and there's no explaining it away. It's an absolute asinine post. Um, and you know, I, it just to have that attitude to, towards a company that has done nothing but absolutely love its customers is, is beyond me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I, uh, it's been a while since I've gotten that upset about a little thing, you know, it's, it's paper in a, in a notebook, but just the, yeah, like you said, the sense of entitlement, um, they, 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 the company as a whole doesn't deserve comments like that. They haven't done anything to you to deserve that. And uh, I just feel bad that they actually have to read that, that. That that makes them put up the wall, right? When, if your customers start saying those things about a about you uh, that wall is starting to get built brick by brick and right now there's no wall between field nuts and the community as a whole but you know the continuation of posts like that they're going to start buying some bricks and some mortar and, and the wall is going to start to be built and then what are you going to get you know it, it's that's not how we want to go and there's no reason for a post like that and uh so i'm done
0: it's like the idea that the guy goes on later on to say that he thinks that there should be a special edition for collectors and, and that kind of thing, like, you know, for the for the diehards. But that's like, you're, you're basically asking them to make a notebook to not be used. Like, it, it just completely right. goes against everything that Field Notes is about.
1: That's exactly right. That will absolutely never happen, and people should just com- just drop it. It's not going to happen. Like, that's not why this company exists. Don't ask them to
0: create a set that is just intended for people that are really crazy about the product because right. we can all buy them right like we can all just get access to them and buy them and like at the end of the day like if you really want these all of these will be available for you to yeah. buy you yeah. just have to set up you just have to to meet the price that the people are going to set but like yeah. what's clear now is there is no field notes book anymore that cannot be procured right because the originals are still floating around. Yeah, exactly.
1: Ugh. so get over yourselves.
0: It just, it's <laughs> annoying that they were so willing to do the AMA, which they don't have to do, um, and then th- and people are posting things like that at the same time. It, it frustrates yeah. me. Frustrates me yeah. as well. I don't like it. All
1: right. So good. We got that out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> so let's wrap it up on, on one ask uh, TPA question. And this is like way off, off the, uh, off the beaten path. And, w- and we'll end it up on a, um, on a good, good positive note. Cause I thought this was a, a, a good question from our friend, Jenny at three tapes, three staples. And I, it made me think, and she just wanted to know very simply, what's the most difficult part of podcasting. i.e. while you're recording. So what's do you do you have an answer to this? I kind of think I know what you're gonna say.
0: Self confidence. Oh, okay.
1: I thought you were gonna say nothing.
0: No, the, the, it's the most difficult thing, but eventually it's not a problem anymore. But yeah, when you begin, you have to be confident enough to talk. Right.
1: So I think the issue I have is getting ahead of myself. And kind of like, like, I want to do a good job with each individual thing we talk about, right? I don't, if we're going to speak on something, I want to give it my full go, right? I want to give that all the attention it needs and we'll finish that topic and then we'll move on to the next. And sometimes I get lost in the show flow, right? Like, you know, what are we going to talk about next? How are we going to throw it to this? How are we going to work other things in? I mean, I think in general, we do a good job, but in the end, like, I wonder did I do a good enough job on this one little piece? Right. So I get ahead of myself and stop mentally working on the thing I'm actually talking about at the time and then, uh, and lose, lose myself a little bit. So that's that I find a little bit difficult just about the, the live recording, uh, of the show. Everything else is great though. I mean, it's, it's fun. Um, we obviously enjoy it. Um, we enjoy each other. We, 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 are, have done this long enough now to where we kind of know, you know, how each other works through topics and, you know, kind of when the stopping points are and, you know, when we're jumping into things like that. And, um, you know, I did a Periscope before this show and said, these are all the things we're going to talk about on today's episode. And guess how many of those we talked about? Just a handful. Nope. Zero. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> I said, I'm going to talk about, I was like doing the show and tell all these pins I'm going to talk about, but I knew right when we started, that there was no way I was going to be able to do those topics justice, so we'll just save them for next time, right? So we're able to do that on the fly now. But um, in general, there's not many difficult parts, but I do get ahead of myself sometimes. So
0: yeah, I mean, on, on I agree with that um on a show by show basis, mm-hmm. um, but I am assuming that that Ginny is coming to this. This may be somebody that is interested. Mm-hmm. um in mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh which is why I would say like the first thing you just need to get over is being able to talk into the microphone um and also being okay with hearing your own voice. Because you're gonna hear it when you're editing it, all right, when yeah. you're listening back. Um but the, the the best way to get over the nervousness part is to record with a friend. Um mm-hmm. maybe a friend in real life, a friend that you've met online, someone that you have you've share obviously share a passion with um and then also talk a bunch and maybe record a couple of episodes that you never intend to release to the world because yeah. you'll get used to it a little bit more and that kind of thing um and and that's that's how you kind of get to the point where you become comfortable because eventually it just becomes a conversation between some friends
1: right right and in, um it's okay to talk with your hands even though no one can see
0: you yeah that's perfectly fine i'm doing
1: it right now <laughs> i wave my hands all the way all around while i'm talking yeah. as long as
0: you don't hit the microphone you're
1: all good yeah i should do a, a that would be a really bad periscope of just me recording the podcast and my hands would be waving
0: i've done um, that before i yeah. did that with meerkat actually
1: oh cool cool all right well this is a fun episode we had lots of good topics to talk about today and we have uh even more already saved up for next for week next week it's the easy job um, so yeah we want to hear your feedback um so tell them tell everyone uh how they can get in touch with us mike
0: You can go ahead and tweet at us. Uh, I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E on Twitter, and Brad is at dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. And of course, Brad writes over at penaddict.com. If you want to find the show notes for this week's episode, you can go to relay.fm slash penaddict slash 175. Thanks again to our friends over at Fracture and Lynda.com for helping support this episode. But most of all, thank you for listening, and we'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad.
1: Goodbye, Brad.